My name is Leah. I finished a documentary called I Bleed, where I went on a journey to break the taboo and the negative cycle around periods in order to create a new one for my daughter, Ava. In this voyage, I met a lot of interesting characters and learned a lot of things that I wasn't able to include in my film. So I decided to put them together in a podcast divided in series. In this series of I Bleed, I explore the medical views around periods. In this episode, I explore the way homeopathy understands and deals with the menstrual cycle. I meet with Dr. Javed Hingora. Dr. Javed is a leading homeopath based in Dubai. I first met him 10 years ago when I was dealing with some emotional problems and was advised to seek help from an homeopath. I didn't know much about homeopathy then, but the sessions with him changed me and I found myself aligned with the natural philosophy of homeopathy. Homeopathic uh, treatment is about self-healing. It's all about promoting your own healing. It is uh, an energy treatment method where we stimulate the body to heal itself. The, the idea with treatment is always to promote ways the way nature intended them to be. Uh, to heal the way nature intended us to heal rather than interfering in natural processes of healing or normal functioning. What is the take that homeopathy has on period? Uh, like with everything else, uh, homeopathic philosophy looks at menstruation as a normal physiological phenomena. All of it comes down to one word, which is survival. So for survival and for reproduction, it is very important for a woman to be pregnant. For ensuring a healthy pregnancy, there are lots of natural ways the body has evolved or devised, which ensure that the pregnancy goes through successfully. If the fetus or the embryo is not healthy enough and it doesn't show signs of healthy development, the mother can simply wrap the whole endometrium and throw it out of the body. And this is what happens with menstruation. Every time the mother or the woman is not pregnant, this whole layer or the blanket is like a disposable glove, it is thrown away. This is a sign that the, the woman is not pregnant. Now, why does the body, why would the body do it every month? Doesn't it look like a waste of blood or resources? In nature, no, because the way we are designed and intended, women are supposed to be pregnant non-stop, nearly non-stop. Pregnancy, breastfeeding, then pregnancy, then breastfeeding and pregnancy and so on. So a woman is not really supposed to have as many number of period cycles as they have today because the number of children they have has reduced dramatically from the, what they used to be. Now a lot of children used to die, uh, the infant mortality rate was very high and women used to have 12, 14, 16, 18 children out of which only three would survive or four would survive. But nature intended this as a safety mechanism that even if out of 16, 12 do not survive, we still have four so that the race or the species can carry on. Now when you talk about the modern times, women do not have as many children. That's why they have so many periods. There are many more periods than you would have if you were pregnant almost non-stop. So when you talk about menstruation, 
look at it as a safety mechanism, a survival mechanism, and also as a cleansing mechanism. Because whatever is unhealthy or whatever might infect the internal part is thrown away along with the whole lining of, of the uterus, which is called the endometrium. These days, the way we are led to believe or think and look at menstruation is again from a medical point of view. It's a medical situation. You need to take painkillers. You need to stop them. You need to, you don't need them actually. It's just a new nuisance for a woman. It just stops her from normal activities. Five, seven days of the month are kind of, they're not normal. But is this normal? If you look at it from a, the point of view of homeopathic philosophy, and how nature intended it to be, all those times that this cleansing process happens and the woman is not pregnant, she's not supposed to suffer. It's almost like um, when we use the toilet and pass stool, we're not supposed to suffer. It is a normal process. It happens painlessly, it happens easily, and it gives us relief in a way. And if you need to take medications on a regular basis because of excessive pain or discomfort or mood swings, it is not normal. There is something wrong. There is something that needs to be balanced. In homeopathy, we look at menstruation as an essential, one of the essential indicators of general health. It is one of the basic questions we ask a woman, even if she comes for treatment of headaches or treatment of lower back pain, there is a general disturbance somewhere and somewhere everything is linked. So we look at all the factors which might be contributing to a disturbance in her menstruation or the process of menstruation. It is not supposed to be painful at all. So the first menstruation is supposed to happen when the body is ready with the energy, the health level and the resources to, to take a pregnancy on. It is true that a woman is, or a girl becomes a woman when she has the first menstruation. If she is reasonably healthy, only then the body would allow a conception, otherwise it would reject it. But when you say the body is ready, what does it entail? A ready body? What? The ready, when I say the body is ready to conceive, it means it can take a, the, the, the effort it requires to take the pregnancy to completion means all nine months nearly to nourish the baby and to have the ability to provide all the nutrition and growth factors so growth requirements which are needed for the baby. But it seems a little bit crazy thinking that like some girls that I've interviewed had their period at nine yes. and I imagine a nine-year-old yes. girl that is so petite and frail. Yes. yes. Is it like to say that her body is ready can, yes. can sound yes. shocking? I can talk about that. There is something called a natural normal beginning of menstruation and then there is a premature menstruation. The age at which a girl is supposed to get menstruation has been going down as we progress in the modern times. This is partly due to changes in lifestyle, changes in food habits, changes in exercise habits, changes in nutrition. A lot of factors have contributed to the age of first menstruation to reduce to up to nine. And this is according to real natural philosophy or homeopathic philosophy is not a natural, natural phenomena and it should not happen. And if a nine-year-old gets menstruation, it does not mean she is ready to conceive. 
when I say menstruation is a sign that the, the girl is ready to conceive, I'm talking about a natural, normal first menstruation, which is supposed to happen after the age of 12 to 16. This is the age and 12 is still, it would not be so easy for a girl to conceive, but 14, 15 and 16, yes, you would see that the body is ready to conceive. If there are no medical disorders or hormonal disorders which have led a girl to get a premature menstruation. So you think in, in, in like does homeopathy look at menstruation as something that has evolved through ages and times and societies? Has there been an evolution? The way the same way there's been an evolution in humankind, has menstruation evolved as well? We don't know. Uh, if you talk about homeopathic philosophy, it is something we understand very clearly what it is intended to do. But we cannot say that it has been changing over the ages because when you talk about evolution, uh, we are talking about many thousands of years. And if you look at study of evolution, it just started 100 years ago or 200 years ago. So we don't really have evidence uh, of what has changed when it comes to menstruation. We don't also have evidence from uh, buried uh, remains of our ancestors because uterus is an organ which does not stay or which does not mummify very well. It kind of decomposes very easily. So we don't have enough information about how menstruation has evolved or if it at all has evolved. But we can see the general mammalian world or mammals uh, which feed their children through mammary glands which are breasts. You see that most mammals do not menstruate. It's only the primates that menstruate. It's the chimpanzees and humans that menstruate. Uh, even chimpanzees, I, I'm not sure you can cut that part off. I don't think chimpanzees menstruate. No, I think they do. I read that they do. Chimpanzees Advanced primates, and... chimpanzees, and certain bats. Yeah, yeah, only. and bats as well. And some right? bats, they menstruate. Dogs, no? No, they don't. No other mammals uh, menstruate. So, menstruation is a... Usually, you would see menstruation when there is a calculated cycle of number of pregnancies a female can have during the lifetime. And going by that calculation, how many cycles of ovulations are necessary? That also is decided by how long the gestation is. So in humans, it's about nine months. And then the breastfeeding period is supposed to be two years. And usually for the first year, the woman does not conceive. So that takes away two years per child. And if you look at menstruation starting at 16, a woman comfortably conceiving till the age of 40, that gives you about 36 years, 18 children. And 18 is, if the 18 is maximum number, most likely a woman would conceive half of that, nine. And out of the nine, maybe five would survive, or four would survive. And this is the average number which is necessary for propagation or increase in population of humans. This is how nature intended it to be. But we have our own calculations. The school fees are very high, so we have only one child, or maximum two. The population is increasing too fast for humans to, to provide the resources. So we limit the number. And hence, the empty cycles go on, which are menstruation. So, are those bad, do you think, for the body? Are, there, are those kind of unnatural somehow for the body? What? Like those empty cycles that you mentioned. No, not at all. Those empty cycles are perfectly normal. 
and part of normal healing process, cleansing process and preparing process. It's also about preparation. Hey, we clean up our house. The new guest might come this weekend. Let's clean up the garden. Let's clean up things. Let's arrange things properly all over again. Why do we do that? Why don't we arrange everything and glue it? Because it's not the same. You need to clean periodically. You need to cleanse periodically. And this is also preparation. A lot of processes involved in this whole menstruation cycle is preparation for a possible pregnancy. It's too complicated. We don't know much. We don't know a lot about what else goes on other than this um, replacement of endometrium. A lot else goes on. Now you must have seen mood swings. You must have seen changes in a mental state of a woman before period and during period and PMS. after period. PMS. PMS. It's called PMS. It has become so common and it is increasingly becoming more and more difficult for women to to cope with it because of interference with the normal process or normal life. When you interfere with your normal processes, normal healthy body functions, you are bound to see some effects in other bodily functions. If I eat a lot of processed food, I'm most likely to be constipated. So what did I do to become constipated? I just did not do the right thing. If you don't do the right thing, you might have consequences somewhere else. And these are the consequences you see as PMS or excessive pain or excessive bleeding even. A lot of cases I see and I treat are suffering because of something else they are doing, which has nothing to do with the periods directly, but something else. And what about like the first period? How can a girl prepare for that? Because it's kind of a, like, for a lot of women, it's like a traumatizing thing, right? To yes. that first period. When we talk about the first period, Education plays a big role. The girls are usually not given enough information because it is somehow considered a taboo topic that menstruation, bleeding, dirty, you're a girl, you're supposed to hide it, nobody's supposed to see it, etc. It's again a lack of information on a very basic level. I feel there is a need for very basic health education on very primary level, uh, starting from the age five. I would say children need to be taught what is normal and what is not normal. This is how your body is. There is nothing to be ashamed of it. This is a normal process. And as they mature, they're supposed to be told more about reproduction and the role menstruation plays and why not to mess with it, why not to interfere with it in order to avoid complications later on in life if they want to conceive and have babies, that is. You, you think by taking the pill you interfere? Definitely, yes. Taking pills of any sort is an interference with the normal hormonal regulation or balance. It is almost like I take a sleeping pill when I don't need to take it. And when I stop taking it, I'll be sleepless. What about painkillers and period? Painkillers and period, I would say, is the ostrich way of solving things. Burying your head in the sand and saying there is no sandstorm or there is no rain. You don't see it. You mask the symptoms. You can do it occasionally, yes. Unusual pain with the period, sometimes, okay. But if this happens again and again, and you have to take painkillers every month, there is something that needs to be fixed. There is something not in balance. Why would your body do that? Why would it create pain? 
because pain is always a language of the body or expression of the body telling you something is not right. Hey, I'm not happy. But you know what I find kind of weird in regards to pain and period is that the market or the pharmaceutical market has made it like when you watch all these advertisements, it's like you're expecting as a girl, when yes. but before even you get your period, if you ask what do you think is period, they think period comes with pain. Yes. Period, it has been marketed as yes. something that comes with pain. Yes, true. So this is a consequence of wrong way of living. As we live more and more wrongly, more and more natural processes become like medical conditions. Don't you think that more and more people are constipated these days? Don't you think more and more people are bloated these days? Yes, because the way the body is supposed to function is not able to function. Because of the way we live, the, the, what we put into the body, if it is not right, how will it be processed in the right way? So the body protests, the body produces symptoms, and looking at the way problems are dealt with by the pharmaceutical industry is always with a prescription, not with changes made to, to your living or lifestyle. It's, it's about take this pill. If the solution to everything is a pill, then you, do, you would expect more and more advertising, even about, hey, you're going to be pregnant, so you would be crying, so take this antidepressant, it's totally safe during pregnancy. If you're not supposed to be depressed during pregnancy, why does it look like it is made out to be normal. It is not supposed to be normal. Marketing is a lot about creating need when there is no need. Make you feel that you need something when you don't need it. When it comes to health, it's sheer lack of education. It's lack of education on a very basic level. Uh, girls are supposed to know that this is not a medical condition to be treated. And if they do experience symptoms, which can be quite bothersome, they are supposed to find natural ways of healing it. I am not saying just homeopathy. Look into your lifestyle. What are you doing wrong? There are many ways you can fix it naturally. There are many natural ways without resorting to painkillers that can fix painful periods. It's not a, a difficult medical condition. It's not a medical condition at all. Cool. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to tune in next week to listen to another interview with another expert. If you are a menstruator and would like to share your first period story with us, or if you want to check out other first period stories, the trailer of my personal documentary, and a cool period art project I'm working on, please visit my website on iBleed.com. That's i-bleed.com. Thanks for listening.